happy Sunday and Merry Christmas. Welcome to the Ask Polina podcast. Okay, so this is officially my first podcast. I'm really excited to be here. I wanted to share all kinds of things on my podcast. Um, But today's episode, I'm going to share some more of this book I have been reading for school. It's called The Biology of Belief. Such interesting information. And I absolutely, it's mind-blowing, really. So for those of you who don't know, I am studying for my holistic science degree and my PhD in quantum physics and naturopathic medicine. So one of the classes I'm taking is called The Biology of Belief. And there's a book from Bruce Lipton, Uh, if you're into this kind of stuff about the cells and how the cells function. And it's so wild. I strongly, strongly recommend getting this book. You will absolutely love it. So I want to share some really interesting things that I read about the book. But before we get into that, I woke up this morning. So last night was Christmas Eve and um, I'm Jewish. (laughs) I was born and raised Jewish, but my parents were both from... Well, my mom's from Russia. Well, they're both from Russia. And so one of the traditions that they had while I was growing up was still having a Christmas tree. It's called a Yolka. And also um, having presents on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And so it was like very the same as Christmas, but only happened on New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And so um, this is part of... My tradition now with the kids is to be celebrating Hanukkah and they get to open presents every night and also they get all this excitement from Christmas and New Year's and this year Hanukkah actually happens to land during Christmas. So today is actually the last night of Hanukkah. So last night we were at a Christmas dinner and and um, I don't know what happened but I must say eat, eat something that didn't settle with me very well. And I woke up this morning to some not so great trips to the bathroom, but I wanted to share that because I took some, so immediately anytime I'm feeling anything, I reach for my essential oils. That's something that I've learned over the last uh, eight years now is just how, actually even more, it's been like 10 years I feel. Um, you how effective essential oils can be for any sort of ailment or condition. So I was feeling really weak. I couldn't walk really well. Um, I definitely felt dehydrated and my stomach was in a lot of pain. So I took three on guard soft gels. If you use essential oils, on guard is an essential oil blend from a company called doTERRA, not affiliated with any specific essential oil company, but I do love doTERRA essential oils and I've been using them for years. So I took On Guard Soft Gels, three of them, and then I also put a couple drops of peppermint underneath my tongue, and then I made myself some tea. So one of my favorite tea companies is called Yogi Tea, and they have like a stomach ease tea. They have a lavender stress relief tea. I literally feel like all of their teas work so well. So I took a couple drops of peppermint underneath my tongue. I made myself some tea, drank two large cups of the tea. I don't add any sweetener when I'm dealing with something like this. 
It's important to keep in mind that anytime you're having some sort of issue, you just want to stay away from sugar and dairy. Those are like the worst because it actually feeds whatever is causing you problems. So I just had some tea and I was feeling so much better about an hour after. Um, and then I ate some food and I ended up taking a really long nap. So I can still feel some sensitivity in my stomach. Papaya, I had some papaya too. So papaya and pineapple are excellent for digestive issues. So if you have gone through the holidays and you're experiencing some sort of stomach issue or you feel like you ate way too much sugar or gluten or dairy or meat, make sure to take some Unguard Soft Gels that has cinnamon and clove in it. It regulates blood sugar. So good for your digestive system. You can take Digestin. That's another blend that's really good for the digestive system. And then peppermint is like going to be your best friend. Good for bloating, indigestion, anything that has to do with stomach things. <laughs> so, and it actually helps your body digest the food. So, and then if you do have some um, supplements, you can always take Terrazyme. Terrazyme is digestive enzymes. You can take a probiotic. I always recommend a vegan one. And make sure you're taking some sort of greens. We just don't get enough greens in our eating habits and our eating lifestyle. So the more greens you can get, the better. Okay, so now, um, <clears throat> now that I'm feeling recovered and back, <laughs> back to myself, gosh, it's been, I can tell you guys that it's been, I am single mom and I have five kids, if you don't know that about me already. And my kids are with their dad today. So I had them this morning and then I dropped them off <clears throat> this morning at their dad's. And I was so sad. <laughs> so I'm, I don't have any family here in Hawaii. I live in Hawaii. And so it can get really difficult sometimes and lonely. And so it can get like really overwhelming feeling like, ah, you know, making it through um, these kinds of holidays and these kinds of days, it can get challenging. So if anyone out there that's listening that's struggling at all, know that you're not alone and throw on some cheer oil. <laughs> I like to say that essential oils are the answer to everything, but I also feel that way about yoga. I also feel that way about healthy eating. I also feel that way about so many other things that it create a healthy lifestyle. So, um, so yeah, it, it can be difficult and it can be sad and overwhelming. And so for those of you who are struggling out there, I hear you and I see you and you're not alone and you can message me and uh, share with me how you're doing because that's really, really important to make sure that you can express yourself in those ways. Otherwise, we don't create that space for the feelings that don't feel so good. And then it sits inside us and it's even more difficult for us to deal with it on our own. So, okay, so back to the good stuff. So this book called The Biology of Belief, uh, just to give you a little bit of a background, there's a lot of information in here about cells and what the membrane does and what the cells are made up of and how they function and lots of different experiments that have taken place to understand how cells work. 
one of the experiments. So one of the parts of the book also talks about genes and how there are only 2% of all ailments or conditions come from genetics. And most people believe that it's like 95% and that there are most environmental factors are what is causing the genes to express themselves. And so if you have a specific gene, a hereditary gene, or one that is some sort of health issue, ailment, or condition, um, environmental factors are going to trigger that gene to express themselves. And also on the flip side, you can create an environment that actually mutes that gene activity or changes that gene activity. It's so phenomenal. This is stuff I didn't even know (laughs) until I started reading and started learning. So one of the experiments in the book was about this pregnant mice with an abnormal gene called the agouti gene. And the agouti mice have yellow coats and they're very obese. And that predisposes them to cardiovascular disease, diabetes, and cancer. And so in this experiment, one of the yellow obese agouti mothers received methyl group rich supplements, or they're called also methylated supplements. So you can actually get supplements like this at the health food store. It just means things like folic acid, vitamin B12, betaine, and choline. Those are some of the supplement names. Methyl-rich supplements were chosen because there was actually studies done that showed that these were these kinds of supplements were involved in modifying the genetic activity. So, okay, so this is really cool. This is from the book and the experiment. Specifically, it says when methyl groups attach to a gene's DNA, it changes the way regulatory chromosomal proteins bind to the DNA molecule. If the proteins bind too tightly to the gene, the protein sleeve cannot be removed and the gene cannot be read. Methylating DNA can silence or modify gene activity. This is really amazing. So then what happened was they did this study experiment. They um, provided dietary supplements to this pregnant mice that had the abnormal gene and she came, she gave birth to a lean brown mice that did not have the obesity gene and had completely different color um, coat. So what they showed was the mothers who got the methyl group rich supplements produced standard lean brown mice, even though their offspring had the same agouti gene as their mother's. The Goody mothers who didn't get the supplements produced yellow pups, which ate much more than the brown ones. The yellow ones wound up weighing almost twice as much as their lean pseudo agouti counterparts. So they actually show a picture and it says one mouse is lean and brown and the other mouse is obese and yellow. What you can't see in the picture is that the obese mouse is diabetic while its genetically identical counterpart is healthy. (sighs) So cool. Only 5% of cancer and cardiovascular patients can attribute their disease directly to hereditary while to heredity. 
while the media made a big hoopla over the discovery of the BRCA1 and BRCA2 breast cancer genes, they failed to emphasize that 95% of breast cancers are not due to inherited genes. So he continues on to share about all of this different stuff. And the reason is because he's trying to show that environment, environmental factors play a huge role in expression of, expression of genes. And you can actually change the genetic activity based on your environment. So there's another study, a Stanford study found that three quarters of the variations in the immune system of identical twins who share the same genome were due to non-heritable environmental influences, including exposure to microbes, toxins, diet, and vaccinations. The study found that environmental factors over time shaped each twin's immune system with the result that the differences in identical twins over 60 are greater than the differences in twins under 20. So this is very important to know that your environmental factors make up how your body thrives or if it doesn't thrive, if it's just trying to survive and it has all kinds of health issues and conditions because of the environment that's causing it to survive. So, so he continues on to talk about the membrane, how the brain works, um, that he concluded that the cell's operations are primarily molded by its interaction with the environment and not by its genetic code. Then he says the secret of life. So, um, I'm literally just halfway through this book. And what's interesting is that he did all this research. He also lived on this island teaching about biology for years. And he teaches, he also shares how he came up with all these different um, he, discoveries of the membrane. What is the membrane? What is the cell doing? What is every single part of the cell doing inside the body? So he come up, came up with this. The fact that the cell membrane and a computer chip are homologs means that it is both appropriate and instructive to better fathom the workings of the cell by comparing it to a personal computer. The first big deal insight that comes from such an exercise is that computers and cells are programmable. The second corollary insight is that the programmer lies outside the computer cell. Biological behavior and gene activity are dynamically linked to information from the environment, which is downloaded into the cell. The point, a cell is a programmable chip whose behavior and genetic activity are primarily controlled by environmental signals, not genes. Dun, dun, dun. This is amazing. <laughs> I don't know, just like, it's so trippy. I just feel like, I just feel like I've been lied to all my life. You know, we go along in this world thinking that one thing is happening in our body. And in fact, everything that you do in your environment, your food, your consumption, your sleep habits, your the water that you're drinking or how much you're drinking, and that's a huge fault of mine and a weakness. 
what you're using, medications you're taking, your stress levels, your work environment, all that contributes to how your cells respond in your body. So this is like confirmation that we have so much more control of our health than we could have ever imagined and realized. All right, you guys, that's all I have for you today. Catch me every Sunday on a new episode here. I love podcasts because, well, first of all, I love talking. (laughs) And also because this is awesome. It's like having conversation with my homies. Um, Have a beautiful rest of your evening. Merry Christmas. I can actually sing. Oh, my favorite Christmas song of all time is All I Want for Christmas is You. Ooh, baby. Okay, have a beautiful rest of your week and I'll talk to you next Sunday. Bye.